0: That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. full by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Book 21, chapters 7 through 14 of The City of God. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit... Librevox.org Recording by Darren L Slider www.logoslibrary.org. dot dot org The City of God by Saint Augustine of Hippo Book twenty one chapter seven Why, then, cannot God effect both that the bodies of the dead shall rise, and that the bodies of the damned shall be in torment in everlasting fire? God, who made the world full of countless miracles in sky, earth, air, and waters, while itself is a miracle unquestionably greater and more admirable than all the marvels it is filled with, but those with whom or against whom we are arguing who believe both that there is a god who made the world and that there are gods created by him who administer the world's laws as his vice-regents our adversaries i say who so far from denying emphatically assert that there are powers in the world which effect marvellous results whether of their own accord or because they are invoked by some rite or prayer or in some magical way when we lay before them the wonderful properties of other things which are neither rational animals nor rational spirits but such material objects as those we have just cited are in the habit of replying this is their natural property their nature these are the powers naturally belonging to them thus the whole reason why agrigentine salt dissolves in fire and crackles in water is that this is its nature Yet this seems rather contrary to nature, which has given not to fire but to water the power of melting salt, and the power of scorching it not to water but to fire. But this, they say, is the natural property of this salt, to show effects contrary to these. The same reason therefore is assigned to account for that Garamantian fountain, of which one and the same runlet is chill by day and boiling by night, so that in either extreme it cannot be touched. So also of that other fountain which, though it is cold to the touch, and though it, like other fountains, extinguishes a lighted torch, yet unlike other fountains, and in a surprising manner, kindles an extinguished torch so of the asbestos stone, which, though it has no heat of its own, yet when kindled by fire applied to it, cannot be extinguished, and so of the rest, which I am weary of reciting, and in which, though there seems to be an extraordinary property contrary to nature, yet no other reason is given for them than this, that this is their nature, a brief reason truly, and, I own, a satisfactory reply, but since god is the author of all natures how is it that our adversaries when they refuse to believe what we affirm on the ground that it is impossible are unwilling to accept from us a better explanation than their own namely that this is the will of almighty god for certainly he is called almighty only because he is mighty to do all he will he who was able to create so many marvels not only unknown but very well ascertained as i have been showing and which were they not under our own observation or reported by recent and credible witnesses would certainly be pronounced impossible For as for those marvels which have no other testimony than the writers in whose books we read them, and who wrote without being divinely instructed, and are therefore liable to human error, we cannot justly blame any one who declines to believe them. For my own part I do not wish all the marvels I have cited to be rashly accepted, for I do not myself believe them implicitly, save those which have either come under my own observation or which any one can readily verify, such as the lime which is heated by water and cooled by oil, the magnet which by its mysterious and insensible suction attracts the iron but has no effect on a straw the peacock's flesh which triumphs over the corruption from which not the flesh of plato is exempt the chaff so chilling that it prevents snow from melting so heating that it forces apples to ripen the glowing fire which in accordance with its glowing appearance whitens the stones it bakes while contrary to its glowing appearance it begrimes most things it burns just as dirty stains are made by oil however pure it be and as the lines drawn by white silver are black the charcoal too which by the action of fire is so completely changed from its original that a finely marked piece of wood becomes hideous the tough becomes brittle the decaying incorruptible some of these things i know in common with many other persons some of them in common with all men and there are many others which i have not room to insert in this book But of those which I have cited, though I have not myself seen, but only read about them, I have been unable to find trustworthy witnesses from whom I could ascertain whether they are facts, except in the case of that fountain, in which burning torches are extinguished, and extinguished torches lit, and of the apples of Sodom, which are ripe to appearance, but are filled with dust.' And, indeed, I have not met with any who said that they had seen that fountain in Epirus, but with some who knew there was a similar fountain in Gaul, not far from Grenoble. The fruit of the trees of Sodom, however, is not only spoken of in books worthy of credit, but so many persons say that they have seen it that I cannot doubt the fact. But the rest of the prodigies I receive without definitely affirming or denying them. And I have cited them because I read them in the authors of our adversaries, and that I might prove how many things many among themselves believe, because they are written in the works of their own literary men, though no rational explanation of them is given, and yet they scorn to believe us when we assert that Almighty God will do what is beyond their experience and observation. And this they do, even though we assign a reason for his work for what better and stronger reason for such things can be given than to say that the almighty is able to bring them to pass and will bring them to pass having predicted them in those books in which many other marvels which have already come to pass were predicted those things which are regarded as impossible will be accomplished according to the word, and by the power, of that God who predicted and effected that the incredulous nations should believe incredible wonders. Chapter eight But if they reply that their reason for not believing us when we say that human bodies will always burn and yet never die, is that the nature of human bodies is known to be quite otherwise constituted, if they say that for this miracle we cannot give the reason which was valid in the case of those natural miracles, namely that this is the natural property, the nature of the thing, for we know that this is not the nature of human flesh, we find our answer in the sacred writings that even this this human flesh was constituted in one fashion before there was sin, was constituted in fact so that it could not die, and in another fashion after sin, being made such as we see it in this miserable state of mortality, unable to retain enduring life. And so in the resurrection of the dead shall it be constituted differently from its present well-known condition. But as they do not believe these writings of ours, in which we read what nature man had in paradise, and how remote he was from the necessity of death, and, indeed, if they did believe them, we should, of course, have little trouble in debating with them the future punishment of the damned, we must produce from the writings of their own most learned authorities some instances to show that it is possible for a thing to become different from what it was formerly known characteristically to be. From the book of Marcus Varro, entitled Of the Race of the Roman People, I cite word for word the following instance. There occurred a remarkable celestial portent, for Castor records that in the brilliant star Venus, called Vesperugo by Plautus, and the lovely Hesperus by Homer, there occurred so strange a prodigy that it changed its colour, size, form, course, which never happened before, nor since. Adrastus of Cyzicus and Dion of Naples